0: Welcome to Infinitely Rational, where we discuss the real eccentric and complex history of mathematics. Brought to you by Nathematical Expressions. I'm your host, Natalie, the resident math nerd. And I'm Kay, your researcher of weird things. In this episode, we'll answer the following questions. How can hypnosis take your workouts to the next level? Is music the new aspirin? What do either of these things have to do with math? Let's find out. Our next irrational and eccentric mathematical story is about Hypatia, a mathematician who's been credited with everything from conics to planetary movement. But what is the truth? What is
1: truth, really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> as
1: we dig what into these... Is, is, <laughs> this is. True, that's for a later episode. <laughs> so as we dig into these math peeps, we're learning that history is not really a static thing. It's not, oh, here is a fact, and that's going to be the fact forever and ever and ever. Instead, usually history is recorded by people who have their own personal agendas. The victors! Yes, and they put their own flavor text in there (laughs) for all to read afterwards. And like Pythagoras, the sources about Hypatia's background tell super different stories, very, very different. And I've thought for a long while about the best way to frame all of these differences. Pythagoras was kind of easy, Hypatia was a little harder, but I think they can be summarized in the titles of two works about her life. Can
0: I say the first one? I think you'd better. Yes, here it is, guys. Hypatia, or the history of a most beautiful, most virtuous, (laughs) most learned, and in every way accomplished lady, who was torn to pieces by the clergy of Alexandria to gratify the pride, emulation, and cruelty of the Archbishop, commonly but undeservedly titled Saint Cyril?
1: That title really took a turn with the torn to pieces bit. <laughs> And the spoiler alert, other- <laughs> right? Oh, I guess I should have said that before we read those titles. Uh, usually a book doesn't spoil itself right in the title. In
0: fairness, though, we've spoiled Lord of the Rings and lost. So
1: yeah, but we're the worst spoilers ever <laughs> because those things happened a million years ago. So did
0: this. This
1: is good point. <laughs> Touche. So I have the second title. Yes. Say it. The second title of her life is The History of Hypatia a most imprudent schoolmistress, in defense of St. Cyril and the Alexandrian clergy from the aspersions of Mr. Toland, who is, of course, the author of the first title. Because
0: your one was a response to mine. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, because the sources are so mixed on her life, we're going to make the theme of these episodes choose your own Hypatia. Much like those choose your own adventure books where you kept your fingers, you know, in case you made a wrong choice. I love those. Yes, same. Everyone
1: cheated like that. I'm pretty sure if anyone out there knows what you're talking mm-hmm. about with these choose your own adventure books, they know what you mean by putting your fingers in Every the different choices. Every time I make
0: a joke about choose your own adventure books, I say that and I've got like half the people on the floor because they all did it. Do you practice this before we get together to no, I <laughs> you tried about- that
1: joke on a few other people before no, we got here? talk about
0: choose your own adventure books you know i love adventure this is true no, I don't practice these jokes before, but one time, so our police chief, I met him the other day and he had some other new people that were working and I was talking to him and our building is kind of cool because you could go upstairs or downstairs, but the entrance is in the middle. And I said, it's like a choose your own adventure, but make sure you stick your finger like, you know, in the page so you <laughs> yes. know where you come back. So anyway, all of them were laughing. <laughs> your
1: dog didn't like the joke. He didn't though. like the joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was him growling in the background. He
0: was Maybe we can edit this out. (laughs) No one will hear it. (laughs) So anyway, with that being said, we'll present the different accounts of her life. And you, beloved listeners, can choose which Hypatia you think is the most historically accurate. Let's dive in. Let's. So let me set the
1: stage. Hypatia was born. (laughs) She was born in 355 A.D., or actually, maybe she was born in 370 AD. Who this can is, say? Who can say? This is not part of your choices. You <laughs> you, you can choose it as kind of a warm-up if you want for the actual choices <laughs> that are tolerance. going to come later. <laughs> Sources disagree on when she was born, but most likely somewhere between those two times. She lived in Alexandria in Egypt, and her father, Theon, was a well-known professor of mathematics, which is where we come to our first choice.
0: Okay, so our first option, which is the one I choose to believe, is as follows. Apparently her father, Theon, wished to create a perfect human being. Eugenics. (laughs) Indeed. And he made sure, check this out, Hypatia had formal training in speech, rhetoric, and the power of words, including hypnotic suggestions through the proper use of her voice it's kind of like what yes you know what that made me think of ursula and the Little mermaid oh when she, she the, took the uh-huh. shell in yes the- uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i always wanted one of those me
0: too because
1: i have a terrible voice for <laughs> singing mostly i wasn't gonna use it for any any evil thing
0: i just sang so you know obviously i'm I'm fine. But anyway, also, she traveled abroad for over 10 years for her education, and she was treated like royalty everywhere. I guess probably because everyone knew her The dad. only way to travel. The only way to travel. Business class. Or no, <laughs> right? I guess it'd be first class. I don't know. I'm not that rich. Uh, but her father also made sure not just to train her mind, but also her body every single day. And so she was taught to row, to swim, to ride horseback and climb mountains. That's what I'm going to believe. Okay,
1: so I'm going to present the alternative version of her upbringing, which is that, just kidding, (laughs) according to some of the scholars that I have read, we only have five sources about Hypatia's life, and none of them talk about her life before adulthood, and none were written
0: by people who lived when she did. That's (laughs) because, the only reason is because they probably didn't work out. (laughs)
1: probably she ran in different circles literally right so uh,
0: (laughs) they never would see her (laughs) correct
1: in addition to that later text use the earlier text as source material like you do telephone (laughs) right we've seen this before (laughs) Anyway, they use that as source material, so the facts aren't really reliable. Also, by the way, the same scholar said there were no mountains by where she existed, so oh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go on that one.
0: I thought you were going to say that there weren't any mountains around, period, and then I was going to get you, because it's going to be like, no, there are mountains that are old.
1: While I'm very intrigued by your choice, I, I'm going to believe she was just a... <laughs> she, was, she was a mystery. She was a mystery intellectual until she was an adult.
0: I'm going to go with Terminator
1: Ninja. <laughs> because that's what it must mean if you do a lot of exercise when you're younger and, and train your also
0: mind. be able to hypnotize people with your voice i
1: think we should just build on our choices as the listeners build on theirs okay <laughs> so at this point it's probably a good idea now that we've determined her upbringing her her backstory if you will now it's time, like, in character... Hypatia Origins. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, <laughs> chapter zero. Now we're going to move on to chapter one. That was our prelude. That was our just kidding beginner moment. So at this point, I think it's really important that now that we've chosen her character class, ninja or mysterious stranger, we will now design her as a human being.
0: Oh, like a paper doll?
1: Uh, Yes. Like a paper doll, except if you lived in modern era and then you would probably make the connection to a video game character creation along those lines yes we're gonna design her paper doll
0: or video game pick your poison choose
1: (laughs) so we have a few choices here about
0: what she looked like what i'm gonna choose is sources go on and on about her beauty They say that she was just a lovely creature to behold, and many men fell in love with her. And so I already, in my head, right, she's already an assassin. Tomb Raider, (laughs) Salt, you know, Mrs. Smith, that's where I'm going with this. Your
1: whole repertoire is Angelina Jolie. (laughs) 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 Is that the only gorgeous assassin you know?
0: I'm going to have to Google for some more, but yes, off the top of my head, that's it. She's
1: cornering the market. That's it there. Okay, so uh, that's listeners, readers, I guess, for our choose-your-own Hypatia book. Uh, That's your first option. Your second option is there are actually no surviving busts. So unlike the
0: long-haired, long-nailed Pythagoras bus, because you, you could tell his nails were Correct. They,
1: they made sure to carve out his hands. <laughs> yeah, we, we really don't know what she looked like other than what other people said. And like we've learned from Cleopatra, she wasn't actually this gorgeous, drop-dead woman that everyone thought she was. More likely it was due to her personality and her charisma, and that's why people were kind of entranced by her. So that's the one I'm going to go with with my mysterious
0: stranger. So at this point, we sort of know how she grew up, but what made her famous? A lot, actually, and we'll discuss that after a quick break. You already have a
1: strong mind. Want a strong body? If you want to shape up fast, use the Mathercise exercise program.
0: Climb the mountain, climb the mountain, and go. Now stop. Divide by four and row the boat. Row the boat, let X equal Y and solve. Swim
1: the lake. Strengthen and firm all muscle groups in only minutes a day. The work is strenuous, but easy and safe. With Mathersize, you'll feel great. This is a no sweat deal at $59.95 with a 30 day money back guarantee. You can do it! Consult a numerologist before beginning this or any exercise program.
0: Now let's get into some of what made her famous. But what did she do? Well, Hypatia was a philosopher-mathematician, a writer, a teacher, and she had her hands in science as well. She was a true Renaissance woman, uh, probably about a (laughs) millennia before the Renaissance. I liked your emphasis there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so one source on her life states that she was a better mathematician than she was a philosopher, and that people were often so impressed when she spoke of math that they were dumbstruck. And you know, when we first talked about this, so my husband and I were rewatching Mad Men right now, Mm -hmm. and all I can think of is this episode where this, my favorite character in the show, she's a secretary, they pull her into a focus group, and she says something really poignant, and the men look at it and they're just like you know it's like watching a dog play a piano oh my god i know and so i don't know if they were dumbstruck like that or (laughs) it could be a point in the favor of her hypnotic training because she's amazing true or her beauty Mm -hmm. which you want to believe in that she was just so gorgeous
1: perhaps they just couldn't think in her presence
0: I like that better. <laughs> they can only bask in her. I'm gonna beauty. change what I just said. Undo. <laughs> <laughs> Control Z. Well,
1: what's really what's really interesting about this is that so at the time, women were allowed to be educated. We talked about that with Pythagoras, mm-hmm. right? They were allowed into the brotherhood slash cult. Mm-hmm. That's why we weren't calling it a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But they just weren't really as well known. They Muslim did not become famous for their intellect, even though they were out there being educated as well, which meant that. Our Hypatia characters, regardless of which version we're choosing, <laughs> they're pretty unique. That's true. And so let's,
0: let's dig in a little. Let's we dig n- into the uniqueness. <laughs> she was a mathematician. But what did that mean at the time? Well, at the time, mathematics and philosophy were intertwined. Mathematics had four branches. Four. Four. Are you ready? I'm ready. Astronomy. Okay. Geometry. Mm-hmm. Music mm-hmm. and arithmetic. I would have only associated two of those branches with math right? beforehand. She had experience in every one of them except for music. But one source reports that she healed people by playing instruments
1: one source does report that but all other sources have reported that that is bunk so <laughs> much like weekly but, world news much like pythagoras <laughs> association with music and the strings likely did not occur <laughs> i believe pythagoras knew music in addition to that astronomy and astrology and we know astrology right that deals more along the lines with how the stars determine i your am a destiny. libra congratulations Mm -hmm. i'm an aquarius i'm glad we got that out of the way good thing that's established (laughs) so at this point at this point in time both astronomy and astrology were considered one science and so there was this bond between science and religion and that bond was math nice so math could be used to calculate and i'm quoting here the locus of a soul born under a certain planet and could determine where that soul would be in a future date. Like GPS.
0: (laughs) Again, I'm a Libra. You can calculate where I will be, where my soul will be. Because I was actually, I don't know what planet I was born under. Wow. I know. Way to go. (laughs) I think my husband took that class though. He needed his natural science credit. (laughs) yeah i missed
1: missed that one in the college (laughs) offerings my bad anyway i would have been far more
0: interested in math if someone sold it to me in that way but you know what this also means that math and astronomy could be a slippery slope because math leads to astronomy right right astronomy leads to astrology correct which leads to divination which leads to horoscopes naturally a no-no that's intense. So you're a mathematician. Do you uh-huh. do a lot of
1: horoscopes on the side? I don't want to answer that. I plead the fifth. Oh, that's true. This was mm-hmm. So divination it, and horoscopes would have been a bad thing see, by the way in this is time. It's a
0: gateway drug. <laughs>
1: Is it really? Yeah, it's like, you know, I got some arithmetic for you. Stay off that geometry. <laughs> <laughs> just leads to I don't know, astrology. Harder and harder math. That, yeah. Yes. Ooh, mm. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll be wandering around just asking random people to do math with you all the time, right? You know
0: what? We are gonna talk about a mathematician in a future episode who does that. Are you serious? I am. I cannot wait to meet this person.
1: <laughs> So we aren't just having fun here. This really was believed at the time, and it was respected. In fact, Damascius, who is one of those original writers about Hypatia's life, according to my version of her, one of the five, he tells us that philosophers and mathematicians, essentially, they had winged eyes. They could see what other people couldn't. They could see demons and visions. They could see into the future. They could see in the dark.
0: You know that I'm going to believe that because night vision I had a and seeing into the future will also help her as a ninja assassin. As
1: you want to believe it just because it'll help your Hypatia uh-huh. character Correct. to become more uber. Correct. I have to, honestly, I have to believe that she probably did do a little numerology and star reading since they were so intricately connected at the time. So now our Hypatia characters are getting clearly into trouble. At this point in time, right? I mean, mm-hmm. she she's a woman, regardless of which woman she is. <laughs> she's a woman. She's getting famous for her intellect. She's doing math slash divination.
0: She'll go to tea rooms and be like, let me read your um, tea leaves. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. We don't
1: know how far down this rabbit hole know. of math
0: she went. Who really. can say? Who can say? Uh, So we've talked about a lot in this episode. Our Hypatia character is built, and we've started to discuss some of what she did. But of course, this isn't the whole story. We'll pick up next time, aptly, for our Choose Your Own Hypatia series with her work as a writer. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Infinitely Irrational. For more fun, the research, and math behind this episode, visit us on the web at www.infinitelyirrational.com. This episode was edited by Mathematical Expressions. This episode was written and narrated by Mathematical Expressions and Kay. Research for this episode was compiled by Kay. See you next time!